I hate Kathy Hammond. I mean, really hate her. I can't stand her smug little smile, pursed and perched on her perfect little face, when work announces a bake sale. Everyone knows she makes the best apple brown Betty. I hate when we all go out to wings and things after work, and she wears her perfection like the makeup she never has to use. Her every joke, coy and effacing, and well-timed, never fails to elicit laughs. I could only get those kind of laughs if I set myself on fire. Not that I would. I would never let Kathy have this satisfaction. I hate it the most when every third Saturday of the month, or any hunter's moon, she always gets picked before me at the ritualistic blood, magic, sex orgy. That was an excerpt from the I Hate Kathy Hammond podcast. I'm Doug, and this is Mr. Wright. This is an episode that I've been alluding to for um, a little while. Um, then I had talked about going back to something I'd never really done a whole lot of, which was writing both freeform and organically. Now, when I say that, I'll explain both freeform and organic, and I will um, describe my process in terms of that I've not really done it um, and how I'm doing it now. So... I will say before I describe the terms, just so you know, I don't write freeform organic. I tend to build a structure, an outline, um, and I tend to know where everything's going to go, which would be structured and not necessarily inorganic, I would say. I mean, there are happy accents, and I've talked about those before, but not just writing um, and seeing where it goes, which is the definition of organic, so I'll get to that. Uh, the definition of organic writing is just simply sitting down and writing. I wouldn't say, say, journaling or anything like that. Not necessarily even stream of conscious that would be considered organic. Um, you start with a kernel of an idea, uh, at least in my mind. Um, that's how I start organic pieces, and I just go. Obviously, the kernel in my mind for this was the idea was this the, the narrator, um, unnamed, talking about why she hates Kathy Hammond and... Writing it freeform means that I have no outline. I have no structure. I have literally maybe two sentences uh, to describe each quote-unquote season of I Hate Kathy Hammond uh, because that's we. I just needed just that much structure um, and not as a control thing, but just Deb and I had brainstormed a few things and led to some organic ideas um, about where we wanted kind of the themes of the first three seasons. So, that's all I really had to go on. I know how, obviously, the episode, the, the first line in the first episode is going to be, I hate Kathy Hammond. Um, and I know the an inciting incident that's going to be the, uh, the cliffhanger at the end of season one. But how do I get from A to Z? Well, that is the organic part. So, I sit down um, one or two days a week. Um, I give myself that time allotted to work on Kathy Hammond, and I just write. And I'm going to flip through the notebooks. You probably help be able to hear that on the mic, and I apologize. But, you know, I started with the I Hate Kathy Hammond, and there are things I did where I knew, like, kind of the first couple things I wanted to write. But then as I got on to even page three, uh, and this is all in, like, a, a Mead notebook, uh, just a regular lined notebook. I'm not typing this out. It will eventually get typed. Um, and then re, you know, repaste and moved around so that everything makes chronological sense. And I bring that up because on page three of the notebook, 
it starts off with, you know, uh, one sentence, and uh, I have like a little arrow note that says, do this later, write this later, don't worry about that. Um, and at the bottom of page three, it's got a note that says, stop and write and explore like a different time in their lives. So I literally wrote a whole page of stuff with notes saying, do this part later, um, focus on this because I think we're lacking that, um, even on page three. So when I went back to page four, I was like, okay, well, I know that I'm going to write that note that was at the bottom of page three. So I started working on that. And as that went on, I ended up organically writing this whole thing. And then in the middle of it, I have like a little arrow with um, some more notes at the top that add in like a whole two more sentences because I was like, oh, you know what? I thought of that after and I want to put it back in um, or, or insert this here. So, I mean, even going back to it, it becomes organic or, you know, something I write later, I go, oh, I need to reference something over there. So I need to, you know, draw in, um, you know, sketch in my... Um, my setup so I can have a better payoff. You know, I have little like blocks blocking things off where I go, you know what, this, there is going to be one standalone episode where I know exactly what the episode is going to be. And that's what I'm writing now. But it's, uh, you know, so it's one of those. And I'm, and that's writing about, um, I don't know, I, can't, I really can't spoil it, but it is very quote unquote stream of consciousness um, with some amount of structure um, because I know the basic ideas that I want in it. But once again, writing organically um, is, it's very freeing, I've found, that I can just sit down and write. And I don't have to worry about a page count or a word count or, you know, hey, this is, this scene's going on too long or what about this dialogue? I am literally just writing it. Um, and it's, it's freeing. I like it. Um, it is time consuming because I'm doing it all by hand and I know that later on I'm going to have to type it. But I think there is something to sitting down with a pencil or pen and a notebook and just kind of going apeshit on it. Um, it's It's been a lot of fun. I mean, it still is. So that's what I wanted to talk about on this episode. Um, like I said, there's no wrong way to skin a cat. There's no wrong way to write. The only wrong way to write is to not write. So it doesn't matter if you set up a highly detailed structure and outline like I normally do for my long form stuff. Um, it doesn't matter if you write knowing how to get to point A, B, C, all the way to Z. Um, it, it doesn't matter. Or if you just sit down with a notebook and not even an idea, sometimes just, you know, like I said, stream of consciousness or whatever you're, you're thinking of, or you just go, I'm going to think of an idea right now. Oh, there's a black ship blotting out the stars in space. Well, who's manning that ship, and where is that ship going, or where is it coming from, and is it a good, is it a protagonist, is it an antagonist, um, if, you know, what, what is its opposite in terms of if, if it is the good guy or bad guy, um, when will we meet them, will we meet them, so stuff like that, is it going to be in first person, third person, second person, uh, I recently ended up thinking of an idea for, um, for my second novel, which is uh, a, a sequel to my first, and I honestly, I think I'm going to write it in first person versus uh, the first one, which is in third person. I know that's kind of frowned upon sometimes, but I think it's just going to work better, especially with uh, lately the books I've been reading. Um, I think the idea of, of the character works better in first person, and I'm getting a little off the topic. But writing first person organically has been a lot of fun because 
you don't have to spend a lot of time guessing, you know, if you don't do third person omniscient, um, and you have to figure out the character's motivations and what they're thinking, uh, which can be fun. Um, but I find that, you know, writing first person organically is, is gives you a real quick insight into the character and, uh, you know, allows you to either hold back on their world building or really expand on it. I mentioned that ritualistic blood sex orgy and it's like, I wanted that in there because I wanted this little sliver of like, wait, this, wait, what did she just say? So I'm world building slowly. Um, I had talked to Devin and said I wanted kind of one or two of those slivers of what the world is around them as opposed to the character's internal world uh, to kind of pop out randomly um, and never truly get explained. Sometimes I will, sometimes I won't. I think Devin and I kind of decided on that. Um, she's come up with, you know, an idea where she goes, I, you know, want you to explain some of this that's outside of, you know, the, the character and, and the Kathy Hammond character. And I said, well, you know, I'm writing this organically and I'll kind of throw it in there and I'm, I'll see if I can get it. And it might be a standalone episode where I kind of have an idea where I want it to go and there's a very loose structure. So it's still organic because um, I don't know exactly what I'm going to say, but, you know, I do have kind of a, a more of a box to work in for a standalone episode. So I hope you enjoyed hearing about some of the process of, you know, organic versus structured writing and doing freeform versus, uh, you know, prose and uh, anything like that or even poetry uh, has a lot of structure to it, uh, except for, you know, freeform, which I have mixed feelings on. Go back and listen to my episode about poetry if you want to know about that. But otherwise, that's it. That's the show. So I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you back here in a couple of weeks. And remember, you keep writing, they'll keep reading. Right on. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah.